Welcome to Ball on Bulls. In a minute, what, a week or two? Talk to you. A week, that's my, that's my host. Host. Colon. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right, man. Space. D. Jackson. What's up, D? What's cracking, dog? Hold on. Did we clear that with Dave, man? Well, you could host Dave, a show. Dave, you have a funny style. He's like, hey, it's your title, nigga. You steal like my it. show. <laughs> Uh, well, that was <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, uh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm here, though, man. I'm living. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good, man. Ah, these bulls, man. D. These bulls, bro. It's been a, it's been the same story all year. I mean, we had a a month, man, where we played some good basketball, but um, obviously that wasn't sustainable. Not saying that we're playing like. Terrible, terrible, terrible right now because I actually got hopes of us, you know, being 500 by all-star break. But Yeah, where are you as far as, like, your um, state of the Bulls? Like, because the start of season, way differently emotionally than where you are right now. For me, at least it is. is. So so where you started from, it's like now. I'm 100% the same. I started the season with the mind state, we need to see what we got and then what we're going to build on and move forward with it and what we can package and get rid of and get something back for it. That's what we need to do. Right now, I still feel that we need to see what we got. At first, I was on board with, with the Kobe situation. wasn't working out. It's obviously working out. We Let's see what we got with everybody else. If we can get something for some folks, I mean, because <laughs> – Best best case scenario, man, we're a play-in team. You know, worst case scenario, we'll miss the playoffs altogether, but we're not, like, not, nothing else is cracking this year for us to be like, yo, let's make a trade for whoever, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Try to get Donovan Mitchell up in here or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that that is just not the Bulls right now. You know what I'm saying? If we want to get some more picks that we didn't gave away, let's do that. But let's see what we got. Let's see the value. Now, it's tough, like, you know, the way Cass been playing this year and the league been paying attention and that value ain't there like we, we like we thought. You know, we would have never thought, thought this hard to trade Zach Levine and everything. Mm. I man, I don't know. Dude, you thought that his worth would be like this across the league? That nobody could use him, a team that's on the cusp or a team that's about to win? Well, it's about what you gotta give up and uh you know with the, you know with 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 the with the teams this year having a hard time, you know, keeping you can't have that future superstars and you know, so and you know, that means contract and like if you're if you're competing for a championship, but well anyway, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Let, let me get my man's thoughts on this, man. We have a, we have a special guest here, Dre. Dre, according sources. What's up, man? What up, Dre? Am I still from recording sources? Does that even exist anymore? Well, What's I don't know. I'm just looking at your logo on Twitter. Let, let me know. Let me know. What's, yeah, what's, I'm, just, I'm just messing around. What's good, man? What's good? What's good? What's good, man? You're 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 um you're uh, a Donovan Mitchell fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember saying that. Oh, okay, okay. But you watching the preview game and everything. Watching my man do his thing. So, what do you think about that, Levine, man? Uh, are you surprised about um? About the trade market for him, you know what? No, not really. Because if you if you remember, as soon as Lonzo Ball went down, 
I think it was like a conspiracy. Everybody wasn't to blow it up. Like, God damn, Lonzo just got hurt. Blow it up already? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was saying the Bulls need to blow it up, right? So by saying that all around the community, NBA community, you've already pretty much tanked Zach's trade value because now the Bulls are 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 trading from a position of no power. Like, okay, now we have to get – or the other thing people say, the Bulls need to get up off of Zach Levine's contract. Now, I remember when Zach signed that contract, Bulls fans were losing their mind about that contract. Like, oh, my God, we're giving them that much money. But people around the league was like, oh, man, that's a great contract because in two or three years, guys are going to be making like $70, $80 million a season. And when those guys are making Jalen Brown, making $70 million a season, Zach Levine will still be making like 48. So it was a great, it was a great contract, right? Now the Bulls have to get from up under Zach Levine's contract. So it feels like <laughs> like a clutch conspiracy to manufacture a way for Zach. Like they've they've been running this playbook for a while with Zach, but it's been they've been trying to get him in LA. And they've tried to tank his own trade value enough so that the Bulls would take back whatever the fuck LA has to offer the Bulls so that he can get to LA. That's just what Clutch does. They've done it with they do it with every one of their named players. So I'm not surprised that everyone around the league is saying Zach Levine's contract is so bad, which it isn't, and that he's not worth trading for, which he is. I mean, he's a borderline 50, 40, 90 guy every time he plays basketball for an extended period of time. And who the hell fighting for a championship doesn't need that? Who doesn't need that? Well, let me say, okay, so I've stayed on the show. I don't think he's going to be traded. I don't either. Uh, number, number. So, look, what team going to the playoffs right now is going to trade with Zach Levine to get them over the hump to the championship? Like Zach Levine has not proven he could climb any kind of hump <laughs> and like, yeah. and like improve your team to like ten plus wins. And it's not like it's not like he's going to be your team. He's going to be like, well, he's going to sacrifice his scoring. On this good, really good team, and play de- play defense. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not going to give anybody to the next level. He's not proving he true. can do that. He's not proving he can do that because the reason I said because yeah, it, yeah, of course on a good team he can be good, but you have to give him assets. So like you're Sacramento. I'm not trading three of my players to get that Levine because you're just in the same place that you were before. Well, if they want to get rid of the players that they're offering their Bulls. That's the other thing, right? So like a team like Sacramento, right? They don't want Harrison Barnes. They've been Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter, which is what they're offering. I don't want plus, Harrison Barnes either. Plus some picks or whatever. That's what they're offering. Like once you go out and say, we don't want this guy. Oh, okay. We know you don't want that guy. They don't want him. They've gone around the league. They're trying, they're literally trying to give them two guys away. But to your point about Zach, uh, I do think there are a couple teams that he could help get over the hump. Um, Philadelphia for one. Who they give it up though? That's what I'm saying. Like, let's see. Let me see. What did I? What did I see? I saw, um, the boys they've been trying to trade for ten years, whose name escapes me right now. Tobias. I saw Tobias Harris. Harris. I saw Tobias Harris. I saw. I don't want that. I don't either. But this is what they're offering. <laughs> this is what they're offering. Um, it was Tobias Harris. It was somebody else that I can't. Remember. I think it was a uh, Morris 
for an expiring contract and then I think uh two draft picks and some uh, some swaps. Like I wouldn't do it, but I know Bulls fans would. And I don't think the front office would. I think oh, no, they won't. I think the I think a big problem, man, is what I see is like I think when the front office says so we talk about the lap. So we we last we last talked. Uh as you know, for some reason I was under under the impression that the Bulls gave up early in this year. And the truth is Zach gave up. Mm-hmm. He gave up that 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 front office, you know, not the team. Zach pretty much says like, "I quit. I want to, you know, I want to get to a better team, better better situation." The front yeah, office has probably- always said they want to keep this team together. Well, this front so, office can't afford to give up on this team. It's, these all their guys. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So, like to your point, Dre, like, I, I get it, but like I don't think the front office will trade Zach based on their either. stance. Right, it's been, you know, based on their stance the last couple of years, what they're trying to build here, they're not going to just dump check, dump Zach off for like Tobias Harris and just have some money. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that fits in their plan. See, so the plan problem, was good or bad. I don't know what the plan is. My problem with the front office is, and this is, um, it's been multiple front offices for him. They haven't put a team around him except for one half of a season that took advantage of the skill set that he has. And when are you, are we you had say, are you saying number one, are you saying like you are you saying like they didn't put players around him uh so he could build him up to be a, the number one player on the team? Is that no, what you're to just to just take advantage of what he does well. We've done it once. And unfortunately for them, Lonzo got hurt, Caruso got hurt, then Caruso came back and Caruso got hurt again. Like unfortunately all of that happened. But this is year three, right? And we're still dealing with the same issue that we had in year half of one. Mm-hmm. We have a team full of guys that cannot shoot. We have a team full of guys that cannot create anything for themselves. And then we have Zach and we have Jamar. I'm not talking about Kobe yet because Kobe, this is this Kobe that we have now, this is new. Mm-hmm. But last year we had Zach and it was like, okay, Zach. Go out there and do everything. All right. And, for, and after All-Star break, Zach said, okay, fuck it. I'm going to do everything. And then they got to the play again. We come back again this year, and we still don't have guys that can shoot. Why can't we put – like, I would have loved to have seen at some point, okay, fuck it. Zach, you're the dude. We're going to build around you. Nothing but shooting all over the place. And just to see what he can do with a team that gives him space and runs up and down the floor. They never gave him that. It's never happened. And that is a failure. Like, as much as we'll talk about what Zach isn't, we also have to talk about the failure that the Bulls organization has been for him. I think for him and the team. Honestly. And the team. I'm, not, I'm not big. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, you know, um, and I think, I think Terry, you know, would have to be a shooter around. Oh, he wasn't? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was say, that, what, where are you uh, going? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very sarcastic there. Uh, Pasha Williams was drafted to be a sh- when no, no, he wasn't drafted. He can he can't shoot about the bench on college. Halliburton yeah. could. Yeah, they, really, they could have drafted Halliburton. Yeah. Right. Wow. And you know what? And also when this, so when Billy Donovan got hired, I remember one of the things he mentioned when he got hired was that he had like all coaches, but he mentioned this. He pointed this out that he had input into the roster. He made it seem like it's more than normal. I don't even remember D, because David David and I talked about this when he got hired. 
that that him having input on the roster is one of the main reasons why he came to Chicago. So I don't want to excuse and, and, and not mention the fact that he said that when he got hired, that he in some way is also responsible for the roster. Yeah, he is. And I think because you have that, I think you have this click. The that think you know when the Chicago front office is where everyone, even though when you're failing, you all fail together and you just <laughs> you just like stick together with the bad plan for years. I hope that turns out right instead of just blowing it up. Because I don't know what the hell this team is going. Even you know, even if you trade Zach, what are you trying to do? Are you going to rebuild or not? You get you can't stay in the middle. So you know, to, you know Tobias Harris and all these guys like okay are you gonna you have to have a guy to build around you saw toronto right to your point right they traded an all-star <laughs> to build around their new all-star to, you know to a, and, and, and they're going to build a roster around him uh the bulls trade zach levine who the hell is the new guy stepping up because we can't get a free agent superstar to come here is it kobe it's gonna be Kobe. Are we seeing Kobe become maybe a year from now an all-star? A, a guy you could build around. Because one of my things about building our, our, our stars is that I want a superstar and I want a guy above six five. Kobe looks short on the court, but he's actually six five, six six. Mm-hmm. So he has the height. <laughs> he has the height to pass by test to be a star in the team. So D. How good do you think Kobe could be? And do you think if they get rid of that Levine, if that happens, you're not getting apparently you're not getting a superstar back. Yeah. And so if, if, and if you're not getting a superstar back, you're either just in the middle of the road for for a while, or you say you find somebody on the roster you have now, which is Kobe probably like, hey, you know, let's let's see what we can do with you. Is Kobe that guy? Make sure. Do you see uh, the ceiling being a high for him? Well, we're we're in a, a tough position, man. Kobe's gonna have to be the guy because um, I don't know who we have with real value now, unless Kobe Kobe's that guy with value in the summer where we can get something real for him. You know, just when we're seeing something from him, I hate to just move on from him, but that might be the case where teams recognize that Kobe is that that missing piece for some people. But pardon me. <clears throat> Other than that, Kobe's probably gonna have to be the guy that we build around. Now, as far as like getting value back for Zach Levine, I think the whole league realized he's all stats and no impact. You know, he has to be in a perfect situation where he can impact winning, you know, and that remains to be seen with Kobe too. We see a small sample size now, and I'm still kind of out as far as like how good does he make everybody around him? His playmaking ability, like he can, he's, he's proved me wrong as far as like creating his own shot, being aggressive and, you know, shooting pretty decent from the field and everything. Um, and he's a decent playmaker. You know, he's still a shot first point guard and everything, which is majority of the league now too, but he's a decent playmaker. I would like to see him make people around him a little bit better, but um, by default, he's probably going to be the guy. Now with Zach, we're probably going to have to settle for, for, I mean, if we can get some some picks or a couple of shooters, you know, not necessarily all stars, but we get some a couple of rotation guys like a knockdown shots. That's probably the best we're gonna do, and we have to think about that real, real hard. Dre, so, how you? Were you? What you thought, man, about Kobe? Um, his ceiling uh, is he a guy that you guys should like keep on the roster and maybe build around? Him? Yeah, yeah, you could definitely build around Kobe. I mean, why don't you look at his contract? Like, 
We got him for we locked him in. It's a great contract. Super team friendly. Nobody thought they would get that. So if you could build around a guy like that, then you can start actually building around him because you have the cap space to do it. Um, but like his talent level, I mean, it's obvious. Kobe is, I mean, the, the Kobe that we see now is a Kobe that we saw in North Carolina. And anybody that watched him play in high school, you know, that was a Kobe. This is this is who he is. This is what he does. He scores a basketball, shoots threes, he runs the floor. But now it's like the playmaking is improving. His defense is improving. I mean, that's improved dramatically. And I remember me and me and Dave would be talking about it like for the last two years. And nobody would nobody like Kobe's defense. What are you talking about? I'm like, you must not be watching the games because his defense is improving. And now you can't just run through Kobe. You can't just go to the to the you know the rack and score on Kobe. Obviously, the best point guards are gonna do whatever they want to do because that's why they are the best. But like you know, middle of the road point guards are not just cooking Kobe, you know, like they used to. That's just not happening. Um, but as far as with Zach, like if you could get multiple draft picks for Zach, like one or two draft picks, maybe a first round, a second round, and then, like you said, some shooters, I think you that you think about it. But for the Bulls organization, I think what, you know, keeping it together and running it back, as Bulls love to say, Bulls fans say all the time, AK has an idea. And the idea is we're going to compete to go to the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. That's, ha- that's how you build a culture. It doesn't matter if you make the playoffs every year, but you're always in the hunt to be in the playoffs. That's the culture that he's trying to bring. He's trying to bring to the Chicago Bulls. Like go back there and think about when Pat Riley got to Miami. Was anybody talking about Heat culture? How many how many years? It took decades before Heat culture even became a thing, because they built it over years of okay, we're always going to be competing. When was the last time you saw Miami blow up their team? And just start over from scratch. Well, you had, you had a guy named Dwayne Wade that helped the stop. <laughs> yeah, but even even before they got Dwayne Wade, yeah, that's true. You're they right. were still playing to go to the playoffs, and they had mm-hmm. Lamar Odom, they had Karan Butler, yeah. they had those guys. I think they went to the playoffs before they got um, D Wade, and they lost to somebody in the first round or whatever it was. And then they got D Wade, and they beat um, the Hornets the first round the next year. So they were always doing that. They were building their way up to what they are now. Like, that takes time. I told you, the Bulls are, like, out the womb at this point. You got to learn how to crawl before you can walk. When you can walk, you can run. They're still crawling. And we got to give them time to do what they got to do. But I do believe AK and Mark Eversley do have to do better putting players around the team players that will make them be better. Like, I mean, we got Javon Carter. He doesn't play because he's short. You have to find a way to get taller guys in that can shoot. Like you could have got Max Struess, you probably should have went and got Max Struess. If George's Yang was available, uh, shit, go get him. Like he kills you. And now it seems like he's just a shooter that just shoots the basketball and he does it well. They go out and get guys that can't shoot, and I think that's the problem. So they have to be better, so that the guys on the floor that matter can be better too. It's not just the players. I mean, you put goddamn Dalen Terry on the floor. I've seen that dude take five three pointers. In the last four or five games, and they barely hit the rim. Dude, uh, D knows my hatred for uh, and Terry and my text <laughs> messages, man. I'm like, I, I don't hate him, but I'm, I'm not, I don't hate him. No, he's, no, I'm not mad he's playing. I'm just mad he's taking all of Phil's minutes. Yeah. Like, spit the fucking nick in the You know, I'm, I'm good. But uh, yeah, go ahead, D. Real quick. So, so Dre, you say, like, so this organization might, 
just be playing the game. It's like, okay, we got what we got. Let's run it back next year. I hope not. Oh. I, I hope not. Please don't say that. Oh, I thought you <laughs> No. If that's the case, you might have a healthy zone next year and you got Kobe playing like this. Yeah, I'm looking for – I hope oh, – man, even beyond for just like being a Bulls fan, I really hope Zoe can come back and, and play basketball again, man. I really, really do. He's a one of one. There's nobody else like him in the league. Yeah, I didn't know he was that good. Obviously, I don't think the league knew he was that good, um, and so poorly used <laughs> the Pelicans. But uh, bro, but what is that plan, man? Oh my God. But no, no. What, 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 see, this is what I'm saying. I don't think he's gonna be traded. I think they said. I don't think they want to trade Zach. I think they're like we said we're not trading anybody, and we're going to just keep running this back until we get it right. I think that's happening. And uh, but my issue, I think Dre, you brought up a good point, is that who's making the decisions? This front office has missed on drive picks. <laughs> Constantly. Jen and Terry is running out there because they drafted him. That you know, uh one point stat line and people praise him for it, you know. You know, he's out there running around doing nothing, but he gets time because he got drafted. Otherwise, he wouldn't be playing. And you know also Tory Craig is hurt. He wouldn't be playing if he was hurt. yeah, Tory Tory Craig is by the way, he was balling. He's yeah. balling. So they, you know, he was balling. He got hurt, he got hurt. But they missed the draft picks, man. Zeller, Halliburton. Whatever they just they dismissed on some yeah. some of those picks, and I don't know if I have faith in front office because I I thought I thought a guy like a tourist wouldn't miss those picks wouldn't wouldn't miss that, and and he did, and like I don't know if I could trust the front office and Billy Dobbins as a coach. I don't think I think Billy Dobbins is an okay coach. I don't think he's a he moves the needle at all. I don't think he does anything great, and he they they we signed him. All the friends are, are together, and they're just going to keep pounding at the door until it breaks down, I guess, apparently. Uh, but, yeah, I don't trust the front office, man, to make – to fairly critique themselves, you know, and make the right moves. Because I don't think you could, middle, you could be middle of the road for 10 years and then suddenly make the playoffs. You need a superstar on your team, and we don't have one. Unless you're the Detroit Pistons – which is rare, top five players on four positions. You don't have that. So, like, you either freaking got to tear it down <laughs> or some get lucky and have a superstar coming in here because I want to watch an average team. My hope was that, and I said this, I know this, was a, this was a big stretch when I said this, that I hope Zach Levine has two years where he's just crazy. He just, he just some reason, plays his best. He peaked Levine. And he's Borderline superstar and the Bulls go to the playoffs and we see what happens. That Levine got, has failed me personally. You got it for, that, you got it for wish, half a season. I wish, but he wasn't, but still he wasn't ascending. I wanted him to. And like, and like, and so like, and so when I see other guys, like, like I have a, like I was like, I, Zach Levine has to be like the worst best shooting guard slash off forward in the league. So I made a, I made it like you can choose like 10 guys you'll take above them. And, and you still say Zach Levine is a very good player, but you wouldn't. Like, you got like Anthony Edwards, age twenty two, better than him already. Yeah, better than him already. Zach Levine been in the league for damn near a decade. Anthony, Anthony, when I came in, like I got a post game, I could go to the hoop, I could dunk, I could shoot threes. My team going to the playoffs. Hey, mm-hmm. Gildas Alexandra, Alexander, twenty five years old, better than him already. MVP candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Five years in the league, already good, better than him. Paul George, of course, better than him. De'Aaron Fox, better than him already. 
Jason Tatum. Drafted a year after. Three years after Levine. Already better than him. He's an MVP. He, so these are the people. These are his people. He's, he, this is his compadre. This is his group of people that he's compared with. You know what I'm saying? Even, even uh, Jalen Brown, who I had Levine over a couple of years ago. Not anymore. Better than Zach Levine. All yeah. these guys yeah. got better. <laughs> I mean, I, I think after after I watched what happened in the playoffs last year, like Jalen Brown and Zach Levine are like, eh, they're about no, right do, there next to you. Then you think like, about is, how is, much a dude is getting paid per year and how you can build your team when he's getting $70 million in a season. Like, I'd rather have Zach at 45 than Jalen Brown at 72. Listen, I know, I know uh, uh, playoffs. Now, I always question, of course, you know, is that Levine playing with Tatum? He looked as good as Jalen Brown? I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown plays offense and defense. Mm-hmm. He impacts the game with the playoffs. He's been the, you have to get you know, to the playoffs you know, to it's show funny. what you can do. He's it's funny. There. And when the he actually gets to the playoffs, he fumbled the ball out of bounds. The teams <laughs> and the, the fans of Boston feel the same way about Jalen Brown that you feel about Zach Levine. Boston doesn't like Jalen Brown. Other just feel he's overpaid. No, no, they they no, they don't like Jalen Brown. Well, I don't like Jalen Brown. That's <laughs> me. I ain't know this. Did you know this? Um. Well, I, well, what I'll say, they don't like that. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he does play defense. Yeah, but they think he has terrible shot selection. They think he plays hero ball more than he obviously should because he has Jason Tatum on his team. Mm-hmm. They obviously know that he can't dribble. Um, that's not true, huh? He can, I mean, he's not a bad ball handler. Well, I, I'm going to dribbling and ball handling. No, he things. can't. No, they're, they're saying he, he can't dribble. He can't yeah. dribble. Though. He can't he, dribble. He definitely. Uh, yeah, he's not running point guard. No, I mean he's not, he's not running anything. He just needs to like you need someone to set him up to score, and that's really just it. Like, yeah, if you go and just like look at Boston. Um, message boards because I do it sometimes. I listen to Bill Simmons podcast and he talks. Mm-hmm. He shits on Jason on Jalen Brown a lot. So I'm like, let me go and look. Yeah, they really they don't like him. Yeah, I, I see that, but you went to deep in the playoffs. Like, like again, you can't have a perfect player if you have a perfect that, player. Yeah, you have that's, MJ. That's how I feel. That's how I even, feel even Tatum. Even Tatum. I, and I love Jason Tatum. Yeah, every time, perfect. every time I watch Jason Tatum. He misses the big shot. I know he hits him. He hits him when I don't watch TV. But anytime, like the, the, the game, like how I many he fell down shooting the fadeaway jump shot? At this point, you shouldn't be falling down on your own, tripping over your own self shooting the game when the jump shot. You should have affected what you're going to do in the fourth quarter to hit the game when the jump shot. He still at times looks clumsy. Then at times he looks great at doing it. So I had criticism with Jason Tatum, but like I, 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 I still think at this stage though. Uh, the Boston fans are sports, too, I guess. I don't know. They had great teams, right? Great players. Brown is a much better all-around player than Levine. They will have, you know, of course, Levine, uh, you know, the pluses, minuses, but I think overall, overall player. Yeah. You get on the defensive you end. A pretty bad, um, bad plus, minus. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I yeah, yes, Jalen does, you know, mm-hmm. give the ball, tries to go to the post and, and does play some here ball because. Attack, he doesn't get shot, so he just, you know, okay, I need to shoot now. I'm going to shut the yeah, ball. Yeah, that's funny I, you I, just said that. I, I, watch, I watch Boston sometimes. I, I see that. 
That's like Jalen. Like Jalen had the ball two minutes, and then like, and then he come back the next play. He's definitely shooting the basket. Right, he's definitely he's like having on the ball. Now I don't know if that's because the offense they don't you know, or maybe because he's not three point shooter and he's not open in the corner all the time. And I don't know, but but um, but point being that there's a ton of players <laughs> better than my man Zach Levine. Yeah, but I told in you, short time frame. So he's like, not supposed to be that guy though. He's I, I I told you I never had him being that guy. He's just not. I, I knew I I knew who Zach Levine was when we got him. I just wanted him. I just wanted him to be a little better. I, I wanted him to give me one or two years where, like, he peaked at something. I didn't expect him to be great. Oh, super, I, I thought I would get one a year, like Roy Marketing like last year, whatever it's up in the table. You know, have that year where you just prove everybody wrong and then come back to the mean, come back to the, you know, come back to the. But it seems level. like with, with him, it didn't matter what he did, right? Because he had like two back to back years where, like, if you look at his shooting numbers, it was like him and Steph Curry. That was it. Yeah. And if anybody else would have did that, people would have been like fawning all over it. But even while he was doing that, nobody cared. Even when even when the Bulls were leading the league and win or leading the Eastern wins, they were number one. Him and Demar doing that thing, All Star votes, all of that shit. Even when he was doing it, it did not matter. Like that to me, that season or that half of a season mm-hmm. to me, that was the peak of what he can be. That was it, just an absolute scoring monster. I don't care about any else, anything else. Don't create for nobody else. I don't want you to do any of that shit. Let Lonzo Ball be your brain. Just go out there and score and do it efficiently. That's because what I wanted I, from him. I, I just want him to drill the ball in the fourth quarter. I just, That's I just not gonna happen. Him. You don't. See, I, don't I, I can't, I don't. I can't no, accept that. No. No. <laughs> no. You You're the NBA it. player. You may, you have to be able to dribble the ball in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brown can't to. dribble the ball in the fourth quarter. Who? I don't. Jalen can't dribble the ball in the fourth quarter, and I don't want him to. I want. I see him. No, I'm the coach in the biggest stage in the playoffs. I see him in the fourth Man. quarter take over games. Yeah, I've seen him do it in the fourth quarter. Not run point guard, but I see him not pulling the ball out yeah, of bounds. Yeah, I don't want him to run point guard, and I don't want Zach to be running point guard either. I want him. I just to want him to be able to run a play, a pick and roll right in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, Blast. I've seen him. Like he, him. When he's running a pick and roll with Vooch, it's a... Like, it's fourth quarter. I don't want him doing the fourth quarter. I don't want him dribbling. All I want Zach to do in the fourth quarter is shoot. shoot I am scared bit. when he has the ball. In the middle left, and he's been the ball down the court. I'm like, please, just, just. I don't want to do somebody that. else. Give that to the point. Should have that feeling. And I'm, I'm glad we have a point guard now. We don't have to worry about that if he's here. Give the ball to Kobe. Go get open. Spot up. Shoot a goddamn three. That's all I want Zach Levine to do. If they close out on you, drive to the goddamn basket and get an and one. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do to be great. He's great at those things. You know what? This is reminding me of. Um, who the, who the hell was? It was some center. Oh, Dwight. I'm going to bring this to Dwight. Dwight was good at running pick and roll and dunking the goddamn basketball. <laughs> and for some odd reason, Dwight was like, hey, man, I got to post up. Throw me the ball in the post. Give it to me in the post. Never ran another goddamn pick and roll with anybody ever again. All he wanted to do was sit in the paint and post up. Do what you're good at. If you're not good at dribbling, do not dribble. Run off the screen, get open. And if you want to be creative, when you get the ball going downhill, then you can be creative. 
But I don't want to see Zach out there dribbling between his legs like he's Mike and Mike against fucking Boston. I don't want to see that shit. No, Zach, don't do that. I don't want to see it in the first quarter. I damn sure don't want to see it in the fourth. The problem, the problem is that Zach don't know he can't dribble. God damn, that's the problem. That's the problem. See, that's what I'm saying. Real quick, Kobe, I don't know his selling. Maybe this is it. You know, I'm not saying Kobe's better than Zach, but improvement. Kobe said, I can't dribble, got a shooter coach. He can dribble now. Kobe on defense, not go, you keep going on the screens, you keep getting body. Now Kobe's over going over screens, bodying guys, you know, on the pick and roll. Better. He's gotten better. Why is that so comfortable? I, you know what? I don't get it. So D, you put, go, go go ahead. Man. No, no, no. No, I was I was agreeing, man. See, see, the bottom line is, man, Zach, Zach is good at scoring. He's actually a pretty efficient scorer, to your point. You know, a couple couple years he he shot the ball well, high percentage and things like that. But I'm just gonna keep going back to like you don't even have to be a playmaker to to have a bigger impact. You know, I would like for him to be a playmaker and everything, but like all those guys that you named up, like what's the difference? You know, like De'Aaron Fox and this, you know, and this, you know, younger than Zach and already already better and everything. De'Aaron Fox, if he's not dropping thirty, he's all over the court affecting the game. You know, like rest of these players. You know what I'm saying? Like SGA. You know, I'm not even a fan of this dude, man, but he's he's affecting the game when he's not dropping 30 and things like that. If Zach ain't hot, he's not affecting the game. And that's 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 what the league has realized, too. And that's what Bulls fans got to realize. Like he that's all he has to offer is 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 some is some buckets. Now, that's a lot. If you can if you can give us 20, 25 a game, which he's proven he can, that's valuable in the league. But like it's it's, it's no impact at this point. So yeah, that's, and that's that's kind of to one point what I'm saying. Like I, you know, put exactly in team with a good team. Yeah, he does great. But like, you give up players and he put back on a the team. Then like, are you you know what what else is he bringing besides are you taking away? You know, Sacramento get, get rid of 25 points just to bring in Zach who doesn't play much defense but who get hot. Do you really go with a hump by doing that by adding him to your team or you go to a really good team? He's not have to score a lot. Can he? Has he proven that he could just? Play good defense instead, and only set aside scoring fifteen points, and can guard larger, bigger guys in the paint. No, Tobias Harris is like six seven. Tobias Harris guards power forwards. He's valuable. He plays defense. You know, um, you know, he doesn't score like Zach, of course. I'm not saying that, but all right, enough about Zach, man. No, I like Zach. Zach's a great player. He will just be a great first trading Bulls fan saying these uh this team needs to be so damn average, man. They got a bunch of average players. That's what happens. When you... <laughs> I mean, what do, what do you want me to say, man? Like they got a bunch well, of average players on the team, and they have a team that's horribly constructed, that's built around a dude shooting mid-range jump shots for 35 to 40 percent of the game when the other team is shooting threes. Like that's what happens. You're average when that happens. The Bulls shoot a shit ton of mid-range jump shots. They probably take the least amount of three-pointers in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're probably they're probably last. Yeah, they're yeah. last. So when you shoot, like, the Bulls come into every game at a mathematical disadvantage, and they have to try to make it up during the game. You know you're not going to shoot 33-pointers every game. You know we already we're – not, we're not doing that. The other team is probably going to shoot 35 to 40. If they even hit 35% of those shots, they're already ahead of us, right? So the team is constructed horribly right now. So what do you do? 
How do you get out of that? Every game is a mathematical problem for them. And it's hard to overcome that when like, it, like take the, take um what game was that? It may have been the Phoenix game. May have been Phoenix, right? Because I think DeMar had it going that game. If I'm not mistaken. He yeah. was in the post fading away and hitting twos. The other team was going down the court and hitting threes. Mm-hmm. So every possession, possession being you get one, they get one, we're losing a point. That's every game. I agree that some I mean I agree that to a certain point because you know you, you can't go to the line. And that's where that's where no, that's obviously different to shoot a three. That's where the Bulls, you know. When DeMar goes to the line a lot, you know, then you know he's playing well, then he makes up the three-point shots. And DeMar goes, but the Bulls don't. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and, and part and part of my I have a kind of go back to Zach Levine is that you know, you have how old was DeMar? 34? 34. Levine is not better than 34-year-old DeMar. That's not good. At you some know point, you gotta be better than them. That'd be but good. you know what? It's not about being better, right? Or it's about being able to function in a modern NBA offense. One of them can. The other one cannot. Because shooting two-pointers when the other team is hitting threes is a terrible, terrible offensive way of playing basketball in today's basketball game. I, still- I, love, I love what DeMar does. But it does not work functionally for a team – that, I mean, we only take like twenty five three pointers. No, no, but I, but see, but see, I, but see, I don't want to put this on Demar because like it's, it's not, not Demar. Demar. It's not, it's not Demar's fault that we don't have three point shooters about him. It's not. It's right? not his fault. And so like, and so I, me- I remember doing the um before the season started. People was like, Demar needs to shoot more threes. And more threes. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, this is not Demar's fault. Demar doesn't sign three point shooters on the team. You know, it's not his job to change his game he had for 30 years because the team is incompetent in getting shooters on the team. There are I, some positions where he does need to take threes, and I think he's realized that he's taking threes. So he's, he's so he's them. taking them. So he's taking them. It doesn't take them because he's taking them because the roster is poorly constructed. That's not his yeah, fault. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not even about hitting the three. And that was that's been a, that was a problem last year. Sometimes you need to take it. Yeah. You have to take it. To make your defense realize, oh shit, he might actually hit this shot. Now we have to go over there. There'll be times like last year where DeMar will be open in the corner until like maybe like the last like five games he starts shooting them because I think he was hurt. But they knew he wasn't gonna shoot. So there was no reason to rotate to him. So now there's no reason to go anywhere. We stay where we are. Defense doesn't move. Now DeMar just has the ball. And now, like, what do we do now? Now is this a DeMar fadeaway jump shot? And that's not DeMar's fault. But he do, He did need to realize that sometimes, even if you miss the shot, you do need to take it. It doesn't matter what you've been doing your whole career. The NBA dictates now that when you have that open shot, you gotta you gotta take it. Like we get yeah. mad at Pat for not taking three pointers. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But like again, again, like no one's a perfect player. You know, not everybody. Everybody. That Milwaukee team on Milwaukee. Giannis doesn't shoot. You know, Giannis doesn't shoot. Not everybody can't shoot a three. You know, no. just I, I, I just, I just think. What you point out is is is, is true, but also is what it, what it really what it really does is highlights, like you said, the, the poorly constructed roster, and and so like you look at it tomorrow, I'm like, why don't you shoot a three? It's like, well, okay, but you know, it's not my fault. We don't have two other shoes on the floor, <laughs> but it's not his so fault. It, 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 yeah, and and and, and, it's, and that's unfortunate. But um, I wish Tory Craig didn't get hurt. 
อย่างที่ไก่อย่างที่อยู่สายอยู่สายผมอ่ะอยู่สายเนี่ยเออ can I ask so I'm gonna ask you guys um uh, that I work with D Jackson so D 80s babies still rocking the rapper 80s babies still man I'm an old man now old man but I I can still rap when I try to host D Jackson that's right and my man Dre from um I believe according to sources or maybe according to um Sources he may not be in quarter sources, or yeah, I'll let you know later. Quarter <laughs> sources, yeah. Matt, so I want to get on talk about COVID a little bit. So I, it's funny because like uh, do you in in the test matches in the last game they played when they played um, Phoenix, and I told you the Durant was not gonna lose that game. I kept testing, <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting here looking at the league go just dwindle, dwindle. I'm like, oh man. I'm like I, I was hey Dre, I was telling Dean the test. I said Durant lose this game. And it, it was like Fabulous left, like, mm, now nah, he ain't losing this game. And then he double pump and hit a jump shot, fade away. I'm like, great nah, defense. this is not this is not happening. He's not losing. There's some guy, there's some players that's great. It's like he doesn't want to lose this guy. It's just not gonna happen. He's better than anybody on our team. But by far. But something happened in the game, which got me a little bit disappointed. And I've seen it too many times. Was the over reliance, over reliance on Demar to hit. Or take the last second shot. I don't know if it's Billy Donovan thing to call a play and then every play is drawn up for him. I don't know if players are just acquiescing to him all the time and they're afraid to not tell Demar not to take the last second shot because he hit it so many times. I don't know if players are just not mature enough already to say, "Hey, I'm going to get this ball and take the shot." Now, last year. The more well, what was the year? The more hit all all those last second shots. Year before, pick any pick any year. That was the first Lonzo year. (laughs) Yeah, pick any year. I thought I was looking at. I'm like, I was like, why doesn't Billy draw plays with Zach? Because at some point you're gonna need Zach in the fourth quarter to learn how to make these shots. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it's cool that the Rose is saving your job, Billy. But at some point you have to give Zach opportunities because you're gonna need him to take some shots. And be uh-huh. a threat on the court. Never happened. Nope. And I'm like, okay, is that the coaching? Is that just yes? That Levine? I, I think it's coaching. I'm not a big fan of Billy Donovan. It's, it's coaching. Coaching. And so and so, Kobe is, you know, Zach's out. Kobe's balling. 18 points a game this year. Going on a Phoenix game. Maybe get a little tired or not. And then last pay, last pay was drawn. I was like, man. I texted you, D. I was like, man, I want Kobe to take the shot. Right, and I'm like, so I don't know, Billy. Really, I, I don't know if Phil Jackson drew a play and said Mike taking the shot, or everybody just knew Mike was taking the shot. I don't know. I never played the NBA, but I so the play happened, and I said, like, why did Demar take that damn shot? Like, why did he? Why, why did Kobe take that shot? So I rewound the play because you know Demar, I, the play looked broken. I don't know what kind of play Billy Donovan drew up. It, it didn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Demar ran. They had some kind of screen, down screen. I guess the player um, got in front and didn't get screened properly. And so Demar said, fuck it. And he ran to the ball, to the sideline. I got the ball, demanded the ball, shot a fadeaway, break off the, uh, you know, fadeaway, fade out of bounds, break it. Difficult shot. And Kobe was involved in that play. So I rewound the play. I said, Kobe, Demar didn't break the play? And the play looked broken. And so the play looked broken, what Kobe do? threw his hands up in the air. I was like, oh, you ain't ready. Because you don't, you, you don't, you don't be like, oh, the play broke. Oh my God, the bar, it's the bar's getting the ball. He's he didn't go and get the ball. 
he didn't own the situation. He didn't own the moment. Now, would it have helped if Billy told him, you're the first option, this is your moment? Yes. But at that time, in that play, where you're supposed to be above everything mentally, you're the star of the team, you're supposed to be in the moment, you can't throw your hands up in the air and give up and act like nothing's going on and hope somebody else can come save you. And that's what Kobe did. So I was a little disappointed that he didn't, you know, go get the ball like, I mean, he's, you know, you know, like you know, Shea or De'Aaron Fox would have had. Just got the ball and like screw it, I'm taking the shot. Demar got the ball, so Demar right. to the game made a comment. I guess he got asked a question. You know, can anybody else shoot the damn ball besides you in the fourth quarter? Demar was like, I saw that. They, they, they said Demar was like, they're asking the damn ball, sure. So Bro, long we'll story short, is that is that is that just the one is has the balls? confidence to just take the last second shot or is this Billy Donovan not being a good coach? So, so Doug, so what is my, what's been my constant criticism of this team? It's always been coaching. Yeah. And, every, and it's always been the offense in particular because Billy Donovan, like the worst thing about our offense is our set half court set offense. Cause everything looks one-on-one. We ran pick and roll for like a week, like when when Zach initially got hurt, whatever, and and Pat Will was playing good because it was you know running the pick and roll, and we was running the pick and roll with drum, drumming too. But the dude is not capable of of drawing up a half court play or anything like that. But like um, to Demar's defense, when he was asked that question, I took it from his answer that he was kind of leaning towards like, dude, I was just doing what I was told. So that's 100% on Billy. Even though he said, like, I'm good with Kobe taking that shot, I'd have been happy too. He said, I'm good with anybody. You know, he, he said what he's supposed to say. Yeah. But I felt like he he was kind of like insinuated, like, I'm doing what I was told. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So that's 100% on Billy, man. And, and that's been our Achilles heel for forever. Dude, if anytime there's some type of a half court set, man, it's, everything's one on one. There's no type of, there's no type of, you know, so we can't expect him to drop a, a last second play and have some type of nuance to it. You know what I'm saying? He probably had one option. That's probably why Kobe threw up his hand when it broke down because there's no nuance, or anything to it. You know what I mean? So I'm going, I'm going Billy. I'm with you though. I would like to see because like, because like I told you, my expectations, even for the rest of the year, let's see what we got. So I would like to see Kobe in that moment and everything. We know, I mean, DeMar hit some shots. We know what he is. And like I said, he's 34, 35 years old. He on the back nine right now. So yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go and say Billy on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I I've I've been talking to Dave and I've told Dave a couple of times that Kobe is new Zach. He's Zach right now. He has all the responsibilities that Zach always had. If Kobe doesn't hit five three pointers, the Bulls are gonna get smashed in the game. The same way if Zach didn't hit five three pointers, the Bulls are probably gonna get smashed in the game. Um he's Zach. So he has to sit there and he has to watch DeMar take the last second shots because that's what's drawn up. Um, and I don't blame Kobe um, because he's still a young player. Uh, it is coaching. Just yesterday in an OKC game with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, an MVP candidate on the same team, their coach put the ball in the hands of Jalen Williams to hit the game when it's shot because that's coaching. You have to empower your players to feel like they can do that, especially when they're like 23 years old. Like what, like you expect him to be like, okay, DeMar, 34 year, year old DeMar, been playing for 16, 17 years. Then there's me. Like when you got to remember where Kobe came from to begin the season, 
he was like kind of struggling to even be the point guard of the team. You remember he like he's like, man, I don't know how like he, he didn't do it well. It took him time. So I don't expect him to be like, oh, I'm getting the ball, even though the call was for DeMar. Like be a coach, empower your players. Don't just try to get DeMar to bail you out. Let Zach take a game winning shot. Let Kobe take a game winning shot. You have to go through those experiences to learn how to do it. And he's not giving the other guys the opportunity to do it because he got a bib and DeMar just wrap it around everybody and say, okay, DeMar can do it. But no, you have to give them, you have to empower them. Everybody isn't just going to be like Jordan, like, like, get the fuck out of the way. Just give me the ball and let me shoot. Sometimes it takes golding. It takes priding. It takes pushing. And he doesn't do that at all. Like, I don't think Billy's a bad coach. I just don't think he's a good one. You said it perfectly, man. That, that's like drop. Empower. That's the <laughs> word I was looking for. Because, like, to me, same thing, man. I, I'm like, Zach has to learn how to take these shots. I'm like, call a play for him or something. Man, no, and, he's and never. Then, and, and, and then when the moment happens, when Kobe's having a good game like this, you're not winning the championship. I'm sorry, Billy. This is a learning mm-hmm. moment. So your point, this is a learning moment. This is a growing moment for these players. Yeah. How to play for him. Tomorrow will be okay. Tomorrow is a hit. Yeah. In the game on the shots. It's cool. It'll be all right. Oh, I didn't mind that question because I wondered it too. Can anybody shoot the ball besides DeMar with like two minutes left? Because when Kobe was doing it in that game, he was hitting some he was hitting some crazy goddamn shots, making huge goddamn plays, which is also important. I think people think the only thing that matters is like that you hit the game when it's shot. But it's also the plays that got you to the position to actually take that shot. Kobe was hitting all of those shots. He hit that three-pointer. He um he had like a couple and ones and a paint. He was going crazy. But then when it gets to like those moments, it's like, okay, well, no more Kobe. We just go here. And the same thing will happen to Zach. Like Zach is getting is keeping you in the game, doing stuff or whatever. And then when it comes time to like should, who should take the last shot, it really doesn't matter if DeMar has it going or not. I think we are pretty much know DeMar is going to get the last shot. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just not the smart thing to do. But, you know, Billy is who he is. That's why Vucevic plays as many minutes as he does, no matter how badly he's playing. And that's, that's why uh, he signed for like a new contract because, you know, uh, he's such a great coach. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, that was good stuff. Uh, real quick about, I have a pet peeve. D knows this. I text all the time. A little pet peeve about uh, Dalen Terry getting so many damn minutes in the game. Yeah. Now my man, Julian, Dalen, man, my man Julian Phillips. Look, <laughs> actually puts up stats when he comes in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has puts up. He puts up stats. He doesn't drill around. He doesn't cross himself over. He doesn't just run around, pass the ball like some little eighth grader playing with some. High school kids. This was Jalen. Jalen was like, you know, I'm not Jalen. I'm Dalen. Dalen. But like, like, I'm just because I I see I know Phillips is really young, but why in the hell on this team can he not get in the damn game? He puts up stats, and no, it. it I'm about to watch this team lose and play like they, they, they play all year. Can I have a little joy in watching a young player like Phillips just mess up on the floor but get stats, blocks, and dunks? And I watch Dylan Terry take half his minutes, run around, putting a one point, one assist, at that. No. Get a, get a shoot of three. An offense where where you want to drive the kick to your point, let's earn so many pick rolls, so that would be almost one of drive the kicks. But you Phillips could actually shoot the three-point shot in the corner, but you don't put him in the game because because you drafted – 
games. I don't know. This I know it's a small thing. I know it's not going to change the record. But, but as a fan, basketball fan, and and this as a someone who's been critical of Billy Donovan in front office, I think it sucks that he eats up all the minutes, split the minutes. I don't care if Dana gets minutes, but don't have him take up all the minutes. So that's my little rant. You know what, Doc? And you know I'm I'm not a fan of Billy Donovan, but to go back to Dre's point earlier, his hands may be tied because um he that might be his marching orders to to make this team appear to be as competitive as possible, you know, like we a playoff team or fighting for a playoff spot and all the time. But deep, so. but deep, but deep. And I'm saying, dude, Phyllis puts up stats though. He helps you. That's what I'm saying. I'm letting Washington think, like he may help you win five more percent more than Dale and Terry. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like. I'm like, you got a guy who doesn't do any stats. They wouldn't be out there hustling, man. Get right, but I, I'm not mad at him playing. I'm mad at him taking all of the minutes. <laughs> I would prefer. I like, like the other game, just Phoenix, he had a shot in the corner, didn't he? It bricked it. You know who probably hit that shot in the corner? Phillips. You know where we got a rebound? Phillips. You know, we probably got a black shot in like two minutes, like he always does. Phillips. You don't have to play Terry all the minutes. He needs minutes on the floor. Put him on the floor. I don't care. I, don't take him all the damn minutes. I've just been preaching for two years, two, three years. I just want more Andre Johnson. That's that's it. I've been saying that for three years. I think matchup. I think there are definitely matchups where it's like, man, Vooch is out there getting killed. You don't want to put Drummond in? And he's just like, nope, I don't. We're going to keep Vooch out here so they can keep running this high pick and roll and cooking his ass. Every time down the court, every that's time, just, that's just what he does. Like I, Vooch has his, you know, his moments, man. But there's definitely matchups where Drummond is a better option, and and Billy will not go to him. He will not. It's like he's not trying to hurt Vooch's feelings or something. Well, so it's, it's just proven. It's just documented and proven that he's the greatest rebounder this league's seen in the past eight years. Even last year, he led the league in rebounds per minute. Yeah, like thirteen minutes a game. And was he tell like tough? I even steals years ago in Detroit. He he gets like I think they said was it like one like one point three six steals a game as a goddamn center is crazy. Yeah, so it, he it, plays. it's funny because uh, we had Doug Thonis on the show and you know he, he kind of praised he hates Vucek apparently, but I'm like I'm like Vuce is a better player than Drummond. But yeah. but 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 they, but they they're they're like matchup dependent. You know, Drummond does the opposite of they do the opposite of one another. That yin and yang, you know. Drummond gets up on the on the screen, trying to steal, rebounds the ball, and it's all aggressive. While Vuce is more finesse a little bit, more you know, he's definitely you know, pick the pocket of a point guard up on the screen. But you, but then when you see Drummond play, some like you mentioned, some it's, to your point, coaching right. They both have plus minuses right, and you see sometimes Drummond like, well, I know why you don't start now. Then you see, well, Vuce sit down right now, you're not playing well, so. Bottom line is, I guess to your point, Billy Donovan's not optimizing the best rebounder in the history of the game. No, he isn't. <laughs> and Vooch at the same time. Like something, it, it can be done better. I, I, I don't have a problem with Drummond personally going about the bench. There's some flaws to the game too as well. It shows like, like, well, okay, we have to score in a while. Vooch probably dropped that three point shot. You know what I'm saying? It shows. But to your point, I don't think Billy's doing the best job optimizing the two talents he has. And, and, uh, it's something maybe maybe the game just passed drumming up maybe I don't know maybe too tall to play power forward you know um, I don't know I don't know but yeah I think utilizing the two players um, I think I think you're right there's something something that's not uh, quite there yet with Billy and um, and by the way um, 
I don't want to hear Billy say that we didn't know how to play together when you've been how long did you the team? Four years, three years? Hey, they play together just fine. They can't like, 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 Billy. we need to learn how to play together. I'm like, no, 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 no. How many years do you get as a, at the same team and learn how to play together? You guys spent the summer in Tennessee, same roster for four years, and you're fucking still learning how to really play together on the floor. Nah, he just he just saying run offense. That's just a random talking point. They know how to play together. They run the same damn sets. I could go out there and run that shit. They run the weave at the top of the key multiple times to no avail, and then it stops with someone running the pick and roll and then going one-on-one against a mismatch. That's the same shit they do every play. They know how to play together. You just don't know how to construct a good offense. Like Defensively, he's a great defensive coach, but offensively, he's not very good. He proved that well in the playoffs for OKC years ago that uh, dropping a play the last minute was not his up for tech. <laughs> last minute, first minute. Like he got some good sideline out of bounds plays. Um I don't know, man. Like I don't know. Maybe if they maybe if he had better shooting, he would be able to construct a better offense. So some of that is on him and the front office, but it's just some stuff where I'm like, okay, it's obvious Booch is missing every shot. He's getting cooked on every pick and roll. He can't grab a rebound. And these are in different games. This is the same game. He can't I'm, grab a rebound. I don't blame Vuce for rebounding real quick because, like, how about somebody else to get a fucking rebound? It's Zach. Zach finally had six rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, for, I'm for not, the first time in his career. Okay, like, Zach, Zach wasn't out somebody there. Somebody else rebounded Zach the damn ball. <laughs> Zach wasn't out there against Phoenix. Zach wasn't out there against Phoenix. He couldn't grab a rebound. Like, that's, the, that's your, your – okay, if you can't shoot, right, you can't hit a layup, you're seven feet tall, what is the only other thing he can do? Rebound. Grab a-, Grab a goddamn rebound. And if he can't do any of that, why keep him out there? Why keep him out there? So, so you're advocating for don't don't show him show him don't show him that that starting center respect as much as he can be showing. Damn, him. starting center. Yank him. Yank him faster. Yank him faster. Depending on the matchup, mm-hmm. like he he has a problem with guys that are stronger than him. Right, he has a problem with athletic guys. He has a huge problem with athletic guys that are stronger than him. So if you see him getting killed, try to switch up the matchup. Get him against someone that's smaller than him. Put Drummond in to go against the other guy. Are you asking Billy Donovan to call some kind of like screening and a baseline to cause a post up mismatch? They just learned how to. They just learned how to. They just learned how to. Split mismatches this year. It took them three years to do this that way, and they barely still do it. <sighs> Boy, I, I think his statistics King says says the guy has my pin down the post one time, and he don't they don't get the ball. Him drumming or, or it, that's coaching. I yeah, just they, don't all, think they all miss them. They don't. I do just it. think you got average front office right now, and the average coach and the average team. Yeah, it's average, below average or average. The front office has been average at best, and. And it's you know, but the Bulls have been playing better as a team. Yeah, they'll make the competitive. Play, They've been funner. If that's a word I could make up. The uh, to watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I got Kobe for All Star game this year. How about that, I agree. Because it's getting better every year. I expect to get better next year. You do it. Okay. Oh, you said next, said next year. Yeah, next year. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta win games, but it's like uh even though it is positions, but 
don't know. Do you have to win games? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, who's he going to tell? Are you so you saying? We had. Are you saying like he's, he, he has a good chance to make an All Star game this year? No, he has no chance of making an All Star game this year. Okay, no chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially a point guard position, right? He's got to. Yeah, there's too many guards out there, man. It's going to be some good guards that's going to get left off this year. Yeah. All right, we talked a little. Let's wrap it up real quick. One last question for you guys. Y'all need an answer. Are the Bulls making any kind of moves for the trade deadline? My gut is telling me no, and that's unfortunate. That's it. You kind of minor stuff like trading Dan and Terry on his plan. Man. You got to leave. I don't know how he'll get better. He's a nice guy. But um, any small things going on? But yeah, Dre, any, any kind of moves you see? Anything small, substantial? I think they're waiting, um, waiting people out with Zach to see what's gonna, you know, what's happening. You know, like if a team kind of loses more than they want to, and then they'll offer up more. But I think we'll see them do what they do. They'll probably sign Kyle Lowry when he gets bought out, um, <laughs> which isn't necessarily a bad thing because I think Billy might actually play him because he's uh, bigger than Javon. So he'll probably play him. Oh, I like to call light skin late Randy Brown. So, <laughs> Randy Brown. Uh, yeah, so they stand impact. Ah, uh, all right, all right. Because I mean, unless you just blow the whole thing up. Uh, to me, I've always said if you trade Zach, it makes no sense to keep Demar. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. You got to either tear it down or make him out. You can't can't stay in the middle too long. But also, there's also a chance once you get injured. And he can use Zach. You take him going to go into the finals, maybe, and you need somebody to score 25 points for a couple of weeks. He may be desperate. And like, hey, you know what? We're going to take Zach. I mean, honestly, um, the team that needs him is the Lakers. And we're going to see whether or not they're willing to give up multiple draft picks, Austin Reeves, and other things, too. Just see. Because Austin Reeves is not as good as they are advertising him to be. So we will see what they do. <laughs> that dude is not, man, look, man. I've been watching the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He is not, he's not it. Like everybody's like, oh, you can't give up Austin Reeves. And I'm like, why the fuck not? He's not right. that good. Not that I want him playing for Chicago. I don't want him. I don't. I just, <laughs> but I, the, I, I, the idea you can't give up Austin Reeves for Zach Levine, I'm telling you, it just sounds like some bullshit, clutch, conspiracy garbage. I don't think the Bulls want to trade Zach Levine. He ain't going nowhere, man. I don't want this thing to get worse. I don't want to trade Zach I like to watch Austin Reeves run around. Like what, I don't want to trade Zach. How they help me out as a fan, right? <laughs> it, it does not. And I don't want to see Zach gone because I want to see Bulls fans suffer because they hate Zach. And I want them to have to watch him play basketball longer. I don't know why <laughs> Bulls fans hate Zach. I have no idea. I don't know what he did to them. Paul's um, coming back next year. And he's going to go to the finals. How about that? That's not happening. Okay. We're up. <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> Thank you, Dre. Nah, thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on retirement. Uh, I know you somewhere in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. Until where? Are you in the office? Where you at? This is my home office. Home office. So that's the that's a real background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got town ceiling. That's interesting. That's well, it's the basement. For, for, for the listeners, he has office ceiling, ceiling tiles. It was like a real legit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a drop ceiling because I'm drop the ceiling with the the fronts and lights. Yeah, it's, it's really an office. Yeah, it's an office. What can the people find you at, man? 
Uh, according to sources at gmail.com, if you want to complain to me about how much Chris sucks, not this Chris, Christian, of according <laughs> to sources. Um, according to sources on G at uh, on Facebook, according to sources on Twitter or X, X now? Yes, X. Yes. Right? Yeah, X. Um, and that's it, man. I, I don't even be on that too much, but if you want to talk, you can hit me. I might respond sometime. The host, Colin, D. Jackson, Shogun. Hey, these babies. Man, same dude. I'm chilling, man. Catch me online. I'm barely on, but I'm I keeps every episode I said I'm getting better, right? But I'm just not. But DJ no, I, I get worse every episode, so you know. I, Actually, <laughs> we did a couple things you did, so that's that's good for me. <laughs> a couple and everything. But um yeah, D E E Jackson eighty two. Um on uh, Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah, just shout me out. Uh, I've been getting a lot, a lot of like, it seemed like threatening fan mail, I should say, lately. You know, I got people all in my inbox, man, put out some damn music. So, all right, man. Like, I I, I am. I, okay. I hate you. Like, I'm, I'm going to put out some damn music. You know, <laughs> I'm on it for real. People had demanded, sir. Yeah, yeah. I felt threatened on a couple of them. Hey man, life is tough, man. Man, yeah. <laughs> People be busy. It'd be tough to do stuff you want to do. Man, I'm 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 super busy actually. And the, and he's injured too, right? D, you good, man? You only been injured. Oh yeah, I got a second surgery coming up in two weeks, so uh, keep oh, it brother. Definitely but, will. Yeah, yeah but I'm, uh, I'm optimistic. Everything will be all right. Plus, uh, you know, he's doing some small renovations to the crib. Oh yeah, I just I just noticed. In a, a, are you in your crib? Are you? Well, I, mean, I got my, yeah. my I got my ceilings painted black. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, that's I was looking. Story. I just noticed. I just noticed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of dope actually. My basement. You can't walk in here now though, because um, we uh, all right, I'll make it quick. So we get. I think the last episode, Doug, we was uh, ordering them closet by design. Remember, she was doing. Yeah. That? You so they came yesterday and today. So I didn't know we were getting the, the garage done in our closet. <laughs> okay. I had to take everything from our garage. You know, our garage was like a mini little storage. Mm-hmm. And we brought it everything in the basement. You know, the basement is my area. I'm the only one who'll be down here kicking it. And it's just cluttered down here. And I got to figure out what to do with all this stuff. We got, you know, some storage down here. So it's just, it's kind of frustrating, man. They just yeah. took all my area, you know what I'm saying? Because she wanted to have compartments and drawers and cabinets in the group, you know, yeah. in the clock. Right, but. but you can't you can't make an album with like this the sign card is all messed up. You got junk in down there. You, you need good, you know. Now, actually, <laughs> it makes the soundproof a little more crispy. Oh, okay. That went even more sensitive to uh Yeah, but still, man, I gotta jump over stuff when I wanna watch a movie, man, and just get to my studio and all that stuff. Yeah, forget that, man. I want to wear some shoes that's not upstairs. You know, you remember what what a shoe collection at? Yeah, got to jump over nine boxes and stuff. Man, renovations but, ain't fun, man. I know. I feel your pain. Yeah, and it ain't like it's big because the house is still new, but but still, it, it keep keep me busy. But yeah. I'm gonna make some damn music, people. And keep. I heard y'all, so I'm on it. Oh, I, I, I'm 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 here waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. 
Nah, he's smart. He's, he's one of my beats, D. One, one of my beats. He's one of them. <clears throat> so, so the next beat, I don't even care what it is. I'm, I'm rocking. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, hidden. it's a hidden track somewhere. It's, it's, you know, it's in there. It's a hidden track. I told right. Steph to hit you up. I was supposed to ghostwrite something for uh, one of your beats. Don't tell you a ghostwrite. Stephanie? No, no, no. <laughs> Let the world know you ghostwrite for Stephanie. <laughs> uh, she, she tell everybody. Oh, okay. Like, okay. She said, she said, my ghostwriter is D. Jackson. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she hit me up, man. Uh, yeah, so we're going to we'll do some kind of uh, intro for, for our podcast. All right. I'm Ball Sports One on Twitter or X. And that's pretty much it where I'm at. I need to get on like I don't, I don't like Facebook. And Facebook owns everything. So like I can't, at some point I gotta get on like the other thread and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I do tweet once in a blue moon on uh, twitter.com. So ship me out there, boss plus one. Uh yeah, man. Good show. Guys. Fans, those of you who still listen to the show, thank you so much for downloading our episode. We'll be back, and as we promised, we will do more shows. Um, maybe uh, about two weeks, probably do another show. Another show. If a trade goes down, we're definitely doing the show. We're definitely doing the show. Yeah. Are we are we going to be back before the Super Bowl? You think? Um. Yeah. Okay. If now I was going to put you on the spot, give me a pick, but it's all good. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think I got Baltimore, man. Yeah, we all rooting for Lamar, right? Yeah, that, what that team just looks like when they when they destroyed San Francisco that game. I'm like, I did not expect that. I'm like, wow. Yeah, they won't do that again. I think they'll be San Francisco. They I don't think they will, <laughs> but they did they, it. You know what I'm saying? Mahomes can't win another one. What's up? They beat the shit out of Detroit too. Yeah, I know. Detroit is down. Detroit's a playoff team. They're not elite. But they're a good team, though, of course. They're oh, I got hurt this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if D-Ball ain't playing. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Show's over. Go home. Go home. You guys know where that's from? I'm old. I'm showing my age. Go home. You guys know where that's from? <laughs> Dre, hold on. Dre, you know where the go home is from? I am 40 years old. <sighs> Tracy Allman. Come on, now. The Simpsons. Yeah. Go yeah. Home. Go yeah, home. I'm 40 years old. Of course I know Tracy Oldman. Hey, all right. He like, who's Tracy Oldman? Yeah, I'm 41. <laughs> it went over my head. <laughs> no, you didn't used to watch Tracy Oldman on uh, was it, was it HBO? Man, she was, was she on HBO? No, she I wasn't HBO. Yeah. She was on um, Lady Diamonds, right? Yeah. HBO around? What was she on? I think it was. What was that? They would do the, um, the Simpsons like at the end of it or some shit. Yeah. Mm. For those who don't know, Tracy Albin was a British? What is she? European? <laughs> yeah. Very funny. She had a matter of fact, she had a show HBO. No, to your point, right? Okay, right. We get Tracy Albin in the trying to end the show. Tracy Albin had a show HBO, maybe like 40. She renewed so she had a Tracy Albin show like in the 90s. She was like kind of like a big deal. She the Simpsons started on the Tracy Albin show. They were drawn very ugly and, and, and crudely, but the Simpsons started on the show. They'll have a skit. The other show or something with the Simpsons characters, and then she, that show ended. And then she had a show at HBO, which actually was pretty funny in the early 2000s. She had a new mm. show, so that's probably the show you're talking about. HBO for HBO in the 90s, I believe. I don't know what that was. I, I can't remember. I know it wasn't, um, it wasn't regular TV though. It wasn't regular TV, yeah. 
You're correct. Right. Shout out to Teresa Armand. What's she doing right now? All right. Show's over. Go home. Go home. Go home. Peace, peace. Peace.